Today, let's talk about two very important points of consideration when it comes to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency investing, especially as a lot of people are reevaluating things now that Bitcoin has jumped up from out of nowhere, $4,000 all the way up to $7,000. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby, your favorite buffalo chicken wrap eating, whiskey drinking average joe in the crypto world hope you guys are having a great day great night wherever you are watching or listening in from and yes as i'm sure a lot of you have noticed bitcoin has made a hell of a run up from the lows of 2018 2019 the sub four thousand dollar mark now all the way above seven thousand dollars and it's happened very quickly and the market has evolved in a very interesting way there's a lot of things that we can look at from the past to help us make better decisions in the future. Obviously the past is, you know, history is not always an accurate predictor of the future, but there's some things that we can do to not be idiots about how the crypto market will eventually pan out. And hopefully you can make some just better financial decisions based upon that as well. So we're going to hop into a lot of that and more. Now, for those of you who are new to the channel by any chance, first of all, subscribe and hit the like button if you are, but if you're new to the channel, I used to have a beard or I had a bear market beard and I just want to give myself a very quick pat on the back for almost coming close to calling a Bitcoin bottom on March 1st when I shaved my face, shaved the bear market beard, who is aptly known as the bear market beard, had to shave that bear market beard. And that was on March 1st. And if we pop over to TradingView and take a look at what's happened since March 1st, we have Bitcoin is up over 80%. In the, in the range of 85% or so, Bitcoin is up since shaving the bear market beard. So, you know, forget your Elliott waves, forget your Ichimoku clouds, forget your RSIs and your MACD. All you need to know is that when I grow out a bear market beard, sell the shit out of all your cryptocurrency. When I shave it, we're good to go. So we're in the clear right now. Jokes aside, here is what I think you should actually do. And this was a fantastic tweet from Matt O'Dell at Matt underscore O'Dell, O-D-E-L-L on Twitter. Uh, who runs the Tales from the Crypt podcast with Marty Bent. And Matt tweeted this recently, and this is something that I love because I have long been a fan and an advocate of dollar cost averaging. And this is point number one, and this is going to point number one. Matt says this, if you started buying $25 worth of Bitcoin every week at the literal top of the market in December 15th of 2017, when Bitcoin was like $20,000, $19,000, you would be in profit as of this week. It would have costed you $1,850 to buy $25 worth of Bitcoin every single week from December 15th on. The current value of that as of the time of him posting this, which was yesterday on May 11th, the current value is actually $1,980. And this is a fantastic point because it does go to show the importance of dollar cost averaging. And even if you started buying Bitcoin at the absolute top of the market in December of 2017. If you did it on a weekly basis, now you are very close to either very close to break even or you are in profit, which is incredible to think about. Now, shout out to Matt and Marty from Tales from the Crypt for also building stackingsats.com and they created a Bitcoin savings calculator. And this is specifically for Bitcoin, obviously. But you can play around with the numbers to see things of what happens if I save $20 every week in Bitcoin starting January 1st, 2018. Right now, if you did that, you'd actually be down 
only eight dollars or so but if you change the date here to starting saving that in 2017 or let's say 20 yeah let's say 2017 maybe you heard about bitcoin earlier than some people a little bit earlier than the past bubble if you did that you would actually own if you save 20 dollars for the bitcoin every single week you would own 0.77 bitcoin it would have only costed you a little under 2500 and you'd now have a value of savings close to five thousand dollars you essentially doubled your money just by saving twenty dollars worth of bitcoin every week so why do i why do i say this first of all i would highly suggest you play around with this calculator um some of it is let's say a little bit depressing if you want to go all the way back to you know 2012 2011 uh 2013 even to see how much money you'd have if you had put away the starbucks mocha latte frappuccino that you probably drink every other day uh and and put that into bitcoin obviously hindsight is 2020 but you can always adjust things in the future but why do i bring this up right now well number one most people suck at trading most people are not great cryptocurrency traders and whether you're looking at bitcoin or you're looking at anything else most people are not good at it and when you think about cryptocurrency investing as a whole the tendency i think a lot of people have is they look at bitcoin and they say well it's already had its day in the sun what is next or you know i already have my i already have my money and i want to put it in and they they get really really excited about things so why am i bringing this up right now why are we looking at stackingsats.com why are we thinking about what would happen if you invested $20 a week into cryptocurrency or $20 a month, whatever it might be, whatever fits your budget, your investment budget or your speculation budget, your gambling budget, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. Why am I bringing this up now? Well, I think the tendency right now for a lot of people, especially those that have been in the crypto markets for a little bit of time have been around and they saw, you saw personally, you saw Bitcoin under $4,000. Maybe you put a decent amount of money into Bitcoin then. Maybe you put a decent amount of money into other cryptocurrencies then. Maybe you thought, wow, this is under $4,000. It's going to go lower. It's going to go to, it's going to go to $2,500. It's going to go to $1,800. It's going to go to $1,000, whatever, whatever it is you thought. And you just held off and you didn't put any money into it. You know what the easiest thing to do and probably the best thing to do is? It's simply to dollar cost average. It's to come up with a concrete, a concrete plan to dollar cost average on a weekly basis, a bi-weekly basis, a monthly basis, whatever it might be, whatever fits your budget, your lifestyle, whatever you can reasonably afford, reasonably speculate on, have as some type of insurance hedge, whatever it might be, that is typically the best way to go ahead and do it. And especially as a lot of people now see Bitcoin running up and they're starting to think, oh, 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 no, wait, it's it's going up. It's, it's, it's going up so quickly. I didn't have a chance to deploy capital. Now I have to throw it all in as always not a financial advisor, but I wouldn't think that throwing in a ton of money into Bitcoin after it just ran 80, 90, whatever, uh, 100% in the course of a few months is probably the best move. What could you do instead to hedge your risk yet still get some exposure into Bitcoin? You can continue to dollar cost average or you can start a dollar cost averaging plan, whether it's with Coinbase, whether it's manually with Square, whether it is with Gemini, whatever it might be. If it's with a Circle app, Figure out a way that you can stick to a schedule and invest what you are willing to lose into Bitcoin or into some other cryptocurrency that you're really passionate about, whatever it might be. And so that is point number one is, in my mind, the power of dollar cost averaging and also the importance of it because most people are not good traders. Most people are not going to outperform just holding Bitcoin. Some people will, absolutely. Some people, you know, maybe you're capable of it. 
maybe you're not maybe you also don't have the mental power the mental just kind of freedom of mind to go ahead and, and do that on a continual basis so put it on autopilot automate your bitcoin investments automate your cryptocurrency investments and you'll likely be in a very good position in the long run in my personal opinion now i was talking specifically and 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 matt odell and, and marty bent are both big bitcoin guys and i was talking specifically about bitcoin in this case but it really does apply i think across the board to a number of different uh crypto assets or or altcoins or whatever you want to think about but one thing you are probably noticing right now and you're probably experiencing if you hold altcoins is they are getting smoked by bitcoin so this is the second point when it does come down to cryptocurrency investing is the cyclical nature and how things tend to work when it does come down to cryptocurrency market cycles because if we are seeing the start of a quote-unquote bull run here things have moved in a very specific way in the past and the liquidity structures and the way bitcoin and the way the cryptocurrency markets are structured as a whole tend to enforce this type of of mechanism and behavior into the future and if you're watching on youtube right now might be tough if you want to tune in uh from the podcast onto youtube you can certainly do that but if you are looking right now on youtube you can see we're looking at the coin360.com uh color chart the red green color chart unfortunately i'm red green colorblind but i can still see the damn uh i can still see the difference here and Bitcoin is one of the only cryptocurrencies in the green right now. Bitcoin is up about 2%. It's sitting over $7,000. Meanwhile, almost every other prominent altcoin is in the red fairly heavily. You have things like Ethereum down 4%, XRP down close to 5%, EOS down, Litecoin down, Cardano down, Tezos down, BNB down, Maker down, Stellar down, Tron down, BSV down, basically everything but Bitcoin is down and actually Bitcoin cash is up a little bit as well. But I would say probably 80 plus percent of altcoins are down and not keeping their value against Bitcoin right now. You would be much better off if your portfolio was really 100% Bitcoin. And that would be a good situation to have been in in the past few days. However, I'm sure many of you are not in that position. So let's talk about what that means. Chris Berniski tweeted this. If you are not following Chris Berniski, I would recommend you do so author of crypto assets uh, and placeholder VC. I like his opinion in the space. Some people don't, it is what it is, but I love Chris Berniski's takes. And this is something that he said. So here's the cycle. Bitcoin rallies hard. The majority of, of quote unquote altcoins drop as Bitcoin is the main liquidity provider to crypto right now. And no one wants to sell BTC. The value of those altcoins drops in BTC terms until whales choose to cycle into alts. Then the whales cycle from Bitcoin into the alts that are depressed. Pick whatever alt it might be. Those alts rally even harder than BTC did because they are higher risk and they gain in Bitcoin terms. Then the whales cash their alts out for more BTC that they started with. So they make Bitcoin. Then Chris goes on to say BTC is the market beta of crypto. Every other crypto asset has a higher beta than Bitcoin, meaning it'll move more to the downside when people are panicking and also more to the upside when people are bullish about the environment as a whole. So what does that mean? And just kind of summarizing things right now. Right now, Bitcoin is obviously rallying very hard. It's up close to 100% in the past few months. It has basically doubled off of its cycle low. And because Bitcoin is rallying hard, 
what are people doing? They're looking at their altcoins and most altcoins are traded directly against their Bitcoin trade pair. So if you have something like, let's say, Tezos, or if you have Ethereum, or if you have Litecoin, the most liquid pairs to those, especially on uh, non-fiat exchanges, are usually into BTC. So if people are trying to buy BTC, what are they doing? They're selling out of those altcoins and they are kind of holding or they're moving into Bitcoin and that vastly drops the price of those altcoins in Bitcoin value. So those altcoins are down significantly from their Bitcoin purchasing power. Then at some point in time, people are going to make a significant amount of money from Bitcoin. What do they do once they think that the market might be topped in Bitcoin? They choose to look at very depressed altcoin prices. They transfer some of their Bitcoin into those altcoins. And then because those altcoins have a lot less liquidity, they're very small in terms of market cap in comparison to Bitcoin. A lot of money or a little bit of money does quite a bit in terms of the price. Those altcoins actually rally harder than Bitcoin does and the price goes nuts. And then at some point in time, those individuals who invested in those altcoins will take profits, move that back into Bitcoin. So for example, you know they had one Bitcoin, they sold it into an altcoin, they held that altcoin, the altcoin doubles, they cash out, now they have two Bitcoin. At a very, very, very high level, that's the cycle. So why is that cycle important? Why should you care? Well, if you're holding altcoins and you have that question, you know, why, why, why am I losing money? Why is Bitcoin going up and why is everything else going down? Well, that's part of the reason. People are selling their altcoins to move into Bitcoin because they have confidence in Bitcoin and typically Bitcoin will lead the market and that money after Bitcoin runs substantially, that money would flow into the more liquid, what people would consider higher to medium cap cryptocurrencies and then would cycle down to the small to low to just like real, real shit coins. And every single time because of the, the size and the, the beta outside of Bitcoin, you're going to see different effects on the price. So I do think that that's important for you as a investor in these altcoins to understand that cycle and how things have traditionally moved. Granted, when you're looking at this right now, and I am not a, a Bitcoin maximalist, I don't pretend to be. I think there are other cryptocurrencies with valid use cases. I also understand and completely respect the Bitcoin maximalist view way of life or just bitcoiner if, if you want to say bitcoin maximalist is a derogatory term i i understand the the i understand both sides of the coin and i'd like to say that i'm very much a buffalo chicken wrap eating middle of the road guy here and that's that's just the way i approach things but people you start to see a lot of individuals who are you know firmly on the bitcoin train not necessarily get cocky but start kind of bragging saying you know what you should have been holding bitcoin you should have been you shouldn't have been dabbling with these shit coins. You shouldn't have been doing this. You shouldn't have been doing that. And as that chatter continues to pick up, that is typically when you'll start to see, I think, some movements in these altcoins. And that's that's the way, that's kind of the bet that I'm playing on right now is Bitcoin is going to continue to lead the market, but there will be a specific point in time where money does flow from Bitcoin into the mid to smaller cap cryptocurrencies. And you'll start to see some outsized gains on those altcoins because of that. Typically, though, that that happens pretty quickly. It's not something that that takes a you know very long time to develop. So, trying to position myself personally accordingly with that, something to keep in mind on your end. The two things again that you really want to understand and keep an eye on is number one, dollar cost averaging is often the best and the easiest way to go about things, especially if number one you're lazy, number two you have a busy life, 
or you just do not feel confident in your ability to time the market. You don't feel like you have an edge. You probably don't have an edge, whatever it might be. It is a very effective strategy to dollar cost average, whether it's on a weekly basis, bi-weekly basis, monthly basis. Again, go to stackingsats.com. Shout out to, to Matt O'Dell and to Marty Bent, the guys from Tales from the Crypt, for building that calculator. It is great. It's really cool. And it will help to visualize how you can do things. And at the other end of the spectrum, if you are a Bitcoiner, great. Just do your thing. Go for it. On the other end of the house, if you like to dabble in altcoins, if you are a believer in altcoins, understanding the cycle of how Bitcoin runs and how that eventually moves into altcoins is very effective for helping to plan things a little bit. Right now, Bitcoin continues to lead the market and as everything else bleeds out. But at some point in time, we might see a trend reversal where Bitcoin cools off and a lot of that money moves into altcoins. So something worth considering and worth keeping an eye on if you are looking to increase your bitcoin stack have a little bit of fun trading enjoy yourself whatever it might be if you missed the interview that i had recently with uh or with everybody at fluidity would love for you to check that out i put out a bunch of content for that so a lot of people said they enjoyed that there will be a link somewhere around here in the show or at the end screen for that and i will have another video out in the near term, I believe tomorrow with the other interviews, got some really solid guests, Alex Warren from IDEX, Max from Dharma, uh, the guys from Alpine Intel, a whole slew of people really enjoyed those conversations from Fluidity Summit. Hope you guys did in the first video as well. Until then, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe. Crypto Bobby signing out. Peace.